0: eliminate Eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. We don't usually release episodes on Tuesdays. It's usually Monday and Saturday, but there was a big milestone this week, and I wanted to share with you my reflections on it. So if you follow me on social media, you saw that Roman, our son, turned one on Monday, May 2nd, which is crazy because (laughs) I feel like it went by in a blink. I've always heard people say that, you know, the days are long, but the years are short. And I have felt like the days fly by. They're not Always easy days, but I have felt like they fly by. And it's just been so fun to watch him grow. And I can't believe he's won. But I was thinking about kind of my primary takeaways after one year. Cause, you know, he's not my first, but with Dagny, we only had two weeks. And we thought we would have a lifetime, but we only had two weeks. And So getting to a year with Roman just feels like such a gift. And it's funny because as I record this, and Roman has turned one, I'm pregnant with twins. And (laughs) I think a lot about how just today I was like, man, one is easy compared to two. I mean, granted, the twins aren't here yet, but I just keep thinking... For the last few months since, since I've known that we were having twins, holy moly, one is easy compared <laughs> to two at a time. And it's not even two because I'll have one under 18 months and two newborns. But you know, what's interesting is as the year went by, everything got easier and easier. For the most part, I would say 98% of things got easier and easier. And I wanted to share that with you because that's how it is with everything. You know, if we do something every day, even if it's really, really, really hard at first, it's going to get easier. And so often... We judge from the moment we're in and then we freak ourselves out. I would do this when I was at my heaviest. So over 350 pounds. And it's funny, this weekend I was telling somebody that they, they used to weigh over 350 pounds and she was like, very sweetly, she was like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. And I was like, I would agree with you if I was nine feet tall. <laughs> you know, I'm 5'5". Five five. Um, when I was at my heaviest and I was binge eating a lot and I was on this start again, start again, start again attempt of losing weight and my days were more crappy than they were great. I would judge how I imagined it would be to have to lose over a hundred pounds. I judged that journey based on how it felt in the first few weeks, because I never really got the ball going for decades. And so it would be like two weeks on, two weeks off, four days on, two days off. And I was freaked out about the effort and the time that it was going to take to lose all that weight. But just like I can't judge motherhood from being a mom of a six-week-old... You can't judge any journey from what it's like at the start. I, when I started Primal Potential, you know, I worked in the corporate world before then and I had never worked for myself prior to starting Primal Potential. And the first year was like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I don't know if anything's going to work. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this work long term or if I'm going to be looking for a job in a few months. You know, I just didn't know. And like motherhood, while there are still challenges that are different with every season of business, it has gotten easier and easier and easier. And you, as you figure things out, there are just fewer things that stump you or make you freak out. Whereas in that first year of business, every challenge, every problem, oh, you should have a trademark for this. Well, I don't know how to do that. How much is that gonna cost me? How much time is that gonna take? Where do I start? Everything was new and therefore took a lot of energy and attention. And it took a lot of discipline in that first year to not sit and watch TV all day. It took a lot of discipline to set a course and follow the course. But in year two, it was easier. And in year three, it was easier. And there were different challenges in year three than year one. But your confidence grows and your skill set grows and your mindset improves and the same thing happens in motherhood. And I talk to people who are like, I just can't stay consistent. I just can't do whatever it is. And I'm thinking, and I usually tell them, you are extrapolating and you are projecting based on how you feel right now. And you're putting that onto the rest of your journey and you're making yourself feel like it's going to be harder than it is. And not only is that a distraction, it's also very discouraging. So it's been great to see that play out in motherhood because there have been some seasons that were extremely difficult. You know, when Roman was very, very young, he went through a colicky phase and it was probably four to six weeks of feeling like from four in the afternoon until Two in the morning, he just screamed and cried and nothing worked, and it was inconsolable. And Chris and I would just pass him back and forth, and nobody got any rest. And it was tough. But what happened is A, he grew out of it, and B, we got to learn what kinds of things work for him and what kinds of things don't work for him. We got to learn the short list of things that could be bothering him. And Chris and I also got better at communication and teamwork. There was another season in this first year where I was ready to get back into work, and I I couldn't. His sleep hadn't really consolidated yet, so daytime sleep was really challenging, and sometimes it might be a 15-minute nap, and sometimes it might be a 20-minute nap, and in that time, I'm trying to eat and do this and do that because, you know, when he was really young, probably for the first four or five months... I didn't wanna set him in a swing or a bouncy seat. And I think in large part that was because I only had 14 days with Dagny. So if he wanted to be held, I would hold him. And I was trying to make my lunch and eat my lunch while holding him and he didn't like baby carriers. And so I felt like I wasn't getting any work done. And there was a time that I thought, oh my God, it's always gonna be like this. But sure enough, within a few months, his sleep started to consolidate, his naps got longer, I had more opportunities to get things done. And I got him, I I got somebody to come help out a couple days a week. And Chris ended up staying home, you know, one day a week. And that shifted things. Same thing, kid didn't take a bottle until he was almost nine months old. Didn't matter breast milk. I mean, we were doing exclusive breast milk. And I wanted him to be able to also take it from a bottle if I had to do something for work or if i had to go someplace refused for 9 months and i remember thinking i'm never going to be able to go anywhere <laughs> and then one day he took a bottle and that changed and i'm sharing it in this level of detail because the same exact thing holds true if you are early in starting a business if you are you know not yet in momentum with weight loss or with getting out of debt it doesn't always feel the way it feels now. Once you start to get some momentum, everything shifts. You just can't judge a lifetime from the vantage point of being where you are. You know, you can't judge a lifetime of what it feels like to work out from your vantage point of just getting back into the gym for the first time in years. The other thing that really stands out to me as I reflect on this first year with Roman is how insanely critical having multiple streams of income is and having some of those income streams not directly linked to your time. And I know this is a tough, I know a lot of people's walls go up when I start talking about this because maybe you're listening and you're like, sure, sounds amazing, but I can't because my job, because of this, because of that you can. You can. Maybe you're judging it based on your vantage point of assuming that you're going to need 20 hours a week, or you're going to need 10 hours a week. And I will tell you that at least one of my streams of more passive income, I've never put 10 hours a week into. You know, I mean, a, a heavy week would be five hours a week. And sometimes that meant Being up a little later or getting up a little earlier or not keeping up with the show that I really wanted to watch. It does take some time to get it established, but don't talk yourself out of it because of assumptions that you have. Let's say for a second that you don't have another stream of income because you don't think you have enough time. What I would recommend that you start thinking about is... Well, what are some of the things that would require the least time? Who do I know that has multiple streams of income and and maybe I could talk to them about how much time it's taking? And if I first talk to somebody who says, oh my gosh, it takes me 30 hours a week, know that there's somebody else out there who says it takes them 30 minutes a week. And so your job then is to start looking for the opportunities that work for you, Because there are going to be some opportunities that maybe take six figures to get started. And you're not going to spend six figures on an income stream. I'm not either right now. But know that if that's the thing you think of first, or that's the assumption you hold, or even if you think it's going to take $5,000, know that there are streams of income that you can develop for less than that. And your task becomes figuring out what those are and how to get started, because I know you guys know this about me if you've been listening for a while, but when Dagny died, I was like out of the game for a good year. I mean, I did a little bit here and there, but I didn't do much at all. I had other people taking care of things for me or it was not getting done. I honestly feel like it's been just over two years since she died. And I thought this the other day. I honestly feel like I'm just starting to see little glimpses of myself for the first time. Like, I'm not even close to who I was, where I was, what I was before she died. But here we are two years later, and I'm just starting to see little pieces of who I was before. And the reason this ties to money is because everything I had been doing for business for years came to a screeching halt at that time. And then, less than a year later, or just over a year later, yeah, because I found out I was pregnant with Roman six months after Dagny was born. Uh, And he was born just a couple months after what would have been her first birthday. After Roman was born, I didn't want to work because I had this extreme sensitivity to no day with him is guaranteed, no moment with him is guaranteed. Now listen, I know that that's not everybody's experience and thank God for it. I'm so glad that that is not everybody's experience. But you don't know what it'll be. We'll all be touched by something, And whether that's having to take care of a family member, or it's a layoff, or it's any number of different things, this is something we have to do. We have to do it. It's not an option. It might have been an option 20 years ago or even 10 years ago, but the world has changed a lot. The world is still changing a lot. And you don't have to have passive income streams that I have. You might look at mine. I've done episodes on it. You might look at mine and go, none of those appeal to me. Great. Fantastic. Choose other ones. There's nothing magic about what I've chosen. I've made the choices I've made based on my interests, based on the amount of time that I wanted to put into it, based on the amount of money that I wanted to put into it, and based on the amount of money that I wanted to get out of it. If you don't like mine... Don't choose mine, but choose something. Have something so that if you're taking care of somebody else or you're taking care of yourself or your circumstances change in some way, money is not the concern that's on your mind. And if you're thinking, I don't have anybody else to take care of, so it's really not a big deal, do it now so that later down the road, it's done and you're not trying to do it when you have other responsibilities or other obligations. But even if you have seven kids right now, please don't sleep on this. Please don't sleep on this. If you don't need it right now, that's okay. But there might come a time. We know statistically there will come a time. It just matters so, so, so much. It makes me eager to build up my passive income even more before the twins are born because I don't want their first year to be in any way limited by my sense of pressure about having to get work done. Because here's the deal, it doesn't have to be that way. Even if it's been that way for me in past experiences, it doesn't have to be that way moving forward. I mean, I just feel so strongly that nothing is all that serious as long as my kids are okay. And I know that that's informed by my perspective and that not everybody shares that perspective. But I also am the type of person that likes to have financial security and not worry about how things are gonna get taken care of in the next year or the next month. And so there is so much peace that comes from having multiple income streams so I don't have to worry about what happens if this and what happens if this or if I'm on bed rest or if, you know, the twins need time in the NICU or anything like that. And we're all going to have those kinds of things come up in our lives. And we cannot wait to develop this. There is a way for you to do it with the time that you have, with the resources you have, with the skills that you have, with the money that you have. You just have to invest the time in starting to see what those opportunities might be that appeal to you. People are doing it every single day, and I would love for that to be you so that you can remove that pressure from your life. There's a lot of pressures that we can't remove from life. There's a lot of stressors that we can't remove from life, but money is one of them that we can. The last thing, I heard this from Lindsay Mango. She's got a podcast, uh, and she's a new mom, and I was looking at one of her Instagram stories not long ago, and she said, I her, her baby's really young, like, maybe a month or two old, and she was saying that she's working to identify what her 10 out of 10 life as a mom looks like, because she had designed her life the way she wanted to before her baby was born, and then things change. And that's true for all of us, whether we have kids or not. Things are going a certain way, and then something comes up. And I loved that question, you know, in this season, What does my 10 out of 10 life look like? And the thing about it is you might initially list off some things that aren't possible, but it is possible to move in that direction in some small way. It might take you five years to get there. That's okay. It's not identifying it and thinking that you can implement everything that day or that week. I know for me, when I think about my life as a 10 out of 10 mom, there's a number of things that I either can't do right now or I don't choose to do right now but I do wanna start working toward them. And you can do, what's your 10 out of 10 life in the job that you have right now or with the responsibilities that you have right now? And I can identify a lot of things, for example, I mean, this is just a silly, silly, silly example, but I'm thinking about that in preparation for having three under two. What does ten out of ten life look like for me? And one of them is having somebody to take care of laundry. I have somebody to come in uh, and and help with cleaning once a week, and that's that's huge because my time is more valuable spent doing work things. I can I can contribute more for my family if I use that time for working. And you know I think the same thing is true with laundry because inevitably we've got laundry in the dryer we've got clothes waiting to go in the wash and we've got clothes sitting on top of the washer and dryer waiting to be folded or clothes folded in laundry baskets waiting to be put away. And I just know in my first year with the twins, even if it's my mom or my mother-in-law, it doesn't have to be somebody that I pay. Having somebody who does that, and and it might be somebody that I pay. Now, am I gonna hire that person this week? Probably not, but it is something that's on my plate to look into options for? Is that something my cleaning people could do once a week? Or is there somebody else that I can hire and contribute to their livelihood that comes in once a week to do that? Is that in the realm of possibilities? What are my options there so that I can have that in place in the next four months or so? That's just one example. Then there are other examples of as a mom, my 10 out of 10 life, my business looks a little bit different. I can't snap my finger and implement those business solutions today, but I absolutely can put together a plan to be working towards them. So I just love that consideration, and I think we all can answer it for wherever we are in our lives right now or in our relationships or with our finances. What does 10 out of 10 look like knowing that in most situations, It's going to be something you work towards, but you can begin working towards it now. So those are just my, my reflections on a year of life with Roman. You know, he's, he's so sweet. He's so curious. He's so funny. He's a mama's boy 90% of the time. But man, does he love his dad? And uh, he's just been, he's just brought so much joy into our life. And into our moments and I'm excited to continue sharing with you but just wanted to share these few things that I was reflecting on that uh, first year with Roman taught me I'll see you guys for another episode on Saturday make it a good one Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram, at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time.